Welcome to this science edition of New York Currents. It's common today to think that science and religion are opposing forces, but most of the iconic scientists throughout the ages, like Copernicus, Galileo, even Darwin, were God-fearing. Perhaps the one least associated with religion, but who really considered science as a means of exploring the mind of God, was none other than Isaac Newton. The discoverer of many laws of physics and gravity and the co-inventor of calculus saw the universe as irrefutable evidence of the power of God. In an internet article titled, Isaac Newton's Life Was One Long Search for God, author Marcelo Gleiser writes that Newton spent more time studying theology than he did physics. Newton knew, Gleiser says, that, quote, science has deep ties with philosophy and religion. Would you like a drink of water? Well, no thanks. Would you believe there's an animal inhabiting mainly Western North America that goes its entire lifetime without drinking any water. It's the kangaroo rat, so named because it hops somewhat like the much larger kangaroo. This rodent spends its average two to five year lifespan never touching a drop of water. It gets its supply of H2O from digesting moisture-containing seeds, extracting a half gram of water from every one gram of seeds. Let's try now to do a little myth busting. Now, chameleons change colors to blend into their surroundings to hide from predators, right? Well, it's wrong. Their skin, which consists of an outer transparent layer and several layers below containing tightly packed chromatophores, cells with melanin and other pigments, The lizard's body temperature, stress level, or even its mood triggers different chromatophores. For example, if a male chameleon is angry and ready to fight, the red chromatophores are dominant. Now, how fast the lizard changes colors can vary, but, quote, under the right conditions, it may take only seconds says Jonathan Campbell of the uh, University of Texas at Arlington. He's a researcher of herpetology, which is the study of amphibians and reptiles. Quote, sometimes, such as with slow temperature change, color changes move more slowly. In another myth, it's widely believed that ostriches bury their heads in the sand thinking that if they can't see a predator, then the predator can't see them. Well, actually, the ostriches are not as stupid as that. Ostriches do not bury their heads in the sand. They just sometimes look they are like they are, because their heads are very small relative to their bodies, and they have long necks. When they stretch down to perhaps grab some food in the sand, or to cool their heads on the surface of the sand, it appears like they're burying their heads. This misconception is so entrenched that we've come to say 
Don't bury your hand in the, your head in the sand when advising someone not to run away from problems. And are you able to speak dog? Well, there's a recent study indicated that dogs are able to tell when their owners are speaking a foreign language. Researchers in Hungary monitored brain scans of 18 dogs to see how they reacted when their owners spoke other than the language the canines were used to. Quote, dogs are really good in the human environment, said study author uh, Laura Quaya, a researcher at the uh, Neuroethology of Communication Lab uh, at the Loran University in Budapest. We found that they know more than I expected about human beings, he said. She said, certainly this ability to be constant social learners gives them an advantage as a species. Now, I need to add here that it probably won't qualify as a research paper, but a very friendly beagle belonging to a friend of mine can actually recognize her owner's car which she loves to ride in. When my friend recently took her for a walk, they passed by his car, which was, of course, parked among several other vehicles, and the beagle started barking and went up to the car, wanting a ride. She would ignore any other car. Well, maybe I should send this to the Hungarian researchers, you think? Anyway, I, I hope you enjoyed this edition of New York Currents. As usual, if you have any suggestion for future topics or interviews, feel free to contact us at 917-755-6971 or at newyorkcurrents at gmail.com. That's N-Y-C-U-R-R-E-N-T-S at gmail.com. I'm Dave Glenn. Be well.